I'm Zach Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome back to another YouTube podcast, the one-stop shop for anything and everything related to YouTube. Yep, the first episode on the new channel, I think. Because technically, when we recorded the last one, we were still on the old channel for like a good bit of that episode. Yeah, we were kind of so, we wishy-washy. We were transitioning is, a bit. Yeah. But now we're here, in the, in the new here, boy. boys. How's it going? What's everybody doing? Welcome. You feeling epic today? I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty epic. I'm feeling pretty epic. We have a lot to talk about. Too much to Holy talk about. shit. Too much to talk about. <laughs> so, so much to say, so much to do. Um, another YouTube podcast. How's it going, bros? We are. <laughs> we're, on the, we're on a brand new YouTube channel. Um, everything, we will be on the, the right schedule starting next week. I know this episode is going to be on a day late because we didn't get our, because of the new transition and all that kind of stuff. Sure. But let's go ahead and, um, we, first off, we don't have a main topic this week. We're kind of piggybacking off of last episode with the whole rebranding meeting, talking about variety channels, talking about niche channels. Um, and how it relates to Zack Snyder Productions, my personal channel. I think we talked about your channel a little bit as well. A little um, bit, yeah. But we're going to kind of go a little bit more in depth with all of that, with some newfound knowledge that we found out. Um, we're going to go ahead and read comments from the last two weeks as well. So we're going to do that at the end of the episode. Um, mm-hmm. And then we're going to go ahead and do the whole Your Week on YouTube. That's going to be basically the whole episode. Um Pretty much. Basically. So, if you like that, then... Basically, like, last week was us finding the rabbit hole, and this week is us going deeper and deeper into it, (laughs) essentially. Pretty much. Pretty much. Because Um, after that episode of the podcast ended, the next week was just filled of constant DMs back and forth between me and Zach going further and further down. (laughs) It's it's pretty (laughs) ascetic. I agree. I agree, actually. It's pretty crazy. Uh, a lot has happened this week. Um, and I did want to go ahead and, like, I think this is a great point to make. That I think that's what's going to make this podcast so much more different than a lot of YouTube-related podcasts is that every single week we like to focus on the the trajection of, of our lives in content creation and our channels and what's going on there. Because it gives us an opportunity to kind of document what's happening um, as as small channels that hope to get, you know, big one day. And we'll see what happens. But, you know, this will be either the documentation of what to do or what not to do or more likely a combination of both. We'll yeah. see. I feel, um, like, but <laughs> I feel like this episode isn't going to be the clean overview that a lot of... Uh, other episodes in the podcast are, um, mm-hmm. but that's mainly because like we're not even sure about it a hundred percent of the time. This right. is very much something experimental, something very much new. And if it turns out to be a cool thing, well then I'll be even more glad that we ended up documenting it over the course of two episodes rather than just ignoring it and not telling anybody. Exactly. Yeah, I think this is. I think it's really cool. Um, I, I like that we're recording it. I think it's going to help us also 
if we forget what we talked about, we can just, boom, there it is. <laughs> yeah. And hey, if you don't care for a lot of this other talk, don't worry. Next week, we'll be back to normal, normal, regular topics, all that sort of fun stuff. But yes. that, I don't know. I feel like these these two episodes in particular are very interesting, especially when you look at like the grand scheme of the podcast as a whole and where we're going and all that sort of stuff. So I still think it's worthwhile. Agree. So... Before we get into all the stuff that we talked about last week, um, I wanted to go ahead and ask you, as far as the last two weeks have gone, is there anything you've done on, you know, anything that would be noteworthy in the Your Week on YouTube that doesn't go within that whole broad topic that we're talking about? Uh, Not entirely, No. A lot of what I've done this week has been mainly focused on that topic, which granted will help that segment out a good bit. Definitely. Uh, uh, but as far as like anything else aside from that, hmm. I mean, Lions Hunter Gaming Channel is doing pretty well. I've been happy to see that grow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> been happy to see where that's going and people watching all the solo LPs and stuff like that and. It's cool that we're getting another episode out on this podcast, too. I just think that's right. But uh, that's about it. Everything else that I have done is more focused onto our topic, so I'll save it for later. Oh, I guess I can mention this. I did buy an SD card for my DSLR, and a couple of days ago, I bought a couple of things off Amazon also for that DSLR. I'm getting myself a better tripod and a uh, second backup SD card because having more than one of those is generally a good idea, especially if you're doing like long shoots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And nice. in the future, in the future, later months, when I have a bit more money, I'm also going to start looking at lens options and a uh, sort of DSLR microphone that you sort of plug into the front of it as well. So trying to get more into the DSLR game, trying to find more opportunities to use it and to film it. But there's a lot of things holding me back at the moment, and um, hopefully getting these accessories and stuff will make it a better experience overall, because if you think you could just buy a DSLR for $500 and think that's it, you are mistaken. <laughs> you are so mistaken. It's <laughs> it's like buying a video game console without any of the games, right? I mean, yeah, you yeah. can technically do that, but you're not getting the full experience if you just buy the console. Very much the same world of DSLR cameras and uh, if you think I've spent a lot of money now, granted there's other channels that have probably done a lot more. Um, it's only going to get crazier as the years go by. <laughs> That's all I'm going to oh, say. Yeah, for sure. I mean, equipment is fucking expensive. It's ridiculous. Right. But what's nice is you can do upgrades gradually throughout the years. Mm-hmm. So That's cool. Um, you don't have to buy everything at once, even though you might want to. I haven't, um, thankfully. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. And, uh, it's, uh, if you get into it, if you get into creating things, um, the money is well worth it. Yeah. And I'm trying to justify every purchase I make by Mm. using and learning with the things that I already do have. Right. So hopefully by me getting this DSLR stuff, I can learn a bit more about the camera and learn a bit more about how to properly use it. Because I'm starting to get a little tired of the Logitech C920 webcam look, granted. <laughs> and it's a fine camera. Really good. I recommend it to people. Uh, we we did during that episode of the equipment one. Mm. Uh, but eventually, you know, I 
I'm more nitpicky about my own shit than most people, and every time I look at some of those webcam videos, I'm like, oh, this could look so much better if yeah. I had a proper camera, and I do, but I just don't use it enough, so I'm finally getting off my ass and, <laughs> and working toward getting that camera to be the main camera of Blue Couch Productions. Obviously, the webcam will still be there for streams and stuff like that, but for main videos, I want to try to use the camera that I bought. In the same vein, I bought, I went to Walmart and I was like, I really want to step up my lighting game because I currently have no lighting (laughs) or I currently didn't have any lighting um, except for the awful like yellow light that this house has. It's so bad. Um, So I went to Walmart and I looked at desk lamps and I got three of these small little LED desk lamps for like six bucks a piece. Nice. And I also bought a tripod, which is pretty nice, for like $30. And now my videos are going to look substantially better <laughs> right. just by doing that. So it's really cool. Lighting is so underrated. Um, and not just for like webcams and phones, but for DSLRs especially. The more light you can let into that lens, the better your video quality is just going to end up looking. Because you mm-hmm. can mess with lower apertures, lower ISOs, and eventually your video will just look a whole lot better. Trust me, (laughs) going to other people's houses now, I always get a little uh, bummed out when I see they have the nasty yellow lights in the Mm. rooms and stuff. I had that for a long time. And then finally I bought these uh, daylight bulbs and I put one in the ceiling fan, I put one in my two lights, I got my backlight here, and now everything's that nice, almost white hospital light uh, type of thing and yeah granted it's a bit tough to get used to especially if you've lived under that yellow light bulb for all your life or whatever um but it is so worth it for videos alone especially 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 if you film your videos at nighttime or you know you don't have a natural lighting outside really really helpful one of the best investments you can make for your channel just as a whole oh, yeah definitely i need to yeah. get some of those day t- daylight bulbs as well because um, I would like to use the main light as like my backlight, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gotta get those. But yeah, very proud um, that I finally did that because my production quality is gonna look substantially better. Yay! It's pretty cool. I already put out one video with uh with uh, I used the I have a Pixel for my phone, and so I use that camera because it's got 4K and it already looks better. So it's pretty cool. I saw it. Does does look pretty good. Yeah. Look, I, I. Hell yeah. All right. Let's get into the big boy. The big man on campus. So last week, when we were talking about this, basically, and I'll, I'll recap what happened last last week. Um, basically, there's been this talk around town that variety channels are dead on YouTube. If you have a variety channel the chances of you growing your channel are smaller because when people subscribe to your channel, they expect a certain type of video. And when they don't watch every single video that comes out, YouTube stops notifying your subscribers of every single video that you put out. Mm -hmm. So basically... Your subscribers aren't seeing every single video you put out, which means you're not going to get as many views, you're not going to get as much watch time, your channel's not going to grow as much. Kind of sucks. 
Yeah, kind of a big blow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Aiden's Aiden's kind of like into the, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Your, your final thoughts last week was, this kind of sucks that we have to continue to fight with YouTube's algorithm, right? Yeah, that was sort of my big point, at least after hearing about all of it initially, very first take reaction right. of being like, Man, sucks that the algorithm keeps doing shit like that when all I'm trying to do is just get videos and have them seen by people, right? Right. So, after we recorded that episode, we actually, we could have kept recording, but we didn't. We uh, we continued talking about this, <laughs> <laughs> and we actually started putting in some, some actual work on both of our channels uh, to kind of figure out what are the main shows we want to go for. Basically turning our variety channels into niche channels. That's yeah. the kind of thing that we're going for now. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be able to see that basically on both of our channels now if you go there. Um, I think we're both already like very close to being finished with that. I'm still a bit transitional at the yeah. moment. Okay, yeah, same. I mean, I'm but close I'm to leaning being finished there. there, but yeah. I'm leaning you. Mm-hmm. So... We, we continued talking, and we were, like, figuring out, well, how are we going to do titles? How are we going to do different shows? Are you going to put some shows on different channels? I guess we are. Um, I ended up putting all my podcasts on different channels, so those are all there now. Um, I have different thumbnail templates for different shows. That should be all good now. I finished that earlier today. You have, thank you. You have a couple of extra channels that you're going to be doing, correct? So I guess we'll just go over my main changes uh, for the most part. One of the big ones, like Zach mentioned, is I do now have an official monthly battle league channel. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to make a ton of channels and spread myself too thin, so I figured, all right, I'll probably make just one. And looking at the series that I have, which one deserved its own channel the most? And I feel like the Monthly Battle League was the one that was able to stand up on its own. Granted, it's not immediate. We're still going to wait for Season 2 to finish out on my channel. Um, But after that, Season 3 and on, we'll all be on that Monthly Battle League channel. And I'll be putting all the older seasons on there uh, weekly. I'm not sure about the schedule of everything yet. But I have made the channel. The channel art's done. I got a couple of people to sub to it who are on the monthly Battle League uh, chat or whatever for uh, our little competitive Pokemon League and the like. But yeah, that's its own channel now. And that was part of the reason that we did it was because I was moving more toward uh, niche stuff. On top of that, I went ahead and got rid of a lot of things just in general. Um, some social medias, I got rid of Mixer, BitChute, and Google+, Plus, mainly just because I didn't need it, nor did I uh, want it a whole lot. Um, <laughs> just because like, it, it really didn't add anything to the brand or the message, and I didn't use it at all, so it just mm. wasn't worth having a whole lot of the time. And then I just uh, made the bombshell of being like, yo, I'm just going to cancel a couple of different series. Um, Showdown Saturdays, Blue Couch Podcast... Uh, Midnight Vlogs, Let's Plays, all these different series that I was doing for a while. I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm done. I'm not even going to bother making more of those new things just because it doesn't fit in the niche anymore. 
Uh, and I'm fine with that. A lot of those were pretty inactive to begin with. And things like Let's Plays are now going to be online Zonor Gaming anyway. So it really didn't feel like a loss for me to like make that choice. Exactly. If anything, it just it just uncluttered stuff, you know? It just made things a lot more easy to digest and, and look at. And granted, I'm not going to private any of those older videos or delete them because I still like them and I want that to be visible and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I figured by uh, canceling those series outright, that should help a good bit as well. Um, what else did I do? Oh, I rebranded some Blue Couch Productions videos into Midnight Vlogs. <laughs> just because... Just because, like, they didn't fit the niche at all, and I figured rather than getting rid of the videos, I can just change the thumbnail to Midnight Vlogs, <laughs> and that worked out a whole lot. Both E3 videos are now Midnight Vlogs, the NES Classic unboxing, the two Pokemon quiz videos, which I've always considered Midnight Vlogs, are now finally Midnight Vlogs, which is great. I went ahead and deleted some channel trailers, some giveaway videos, some Patreon vids, some new vids, just clutter, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I think most importantly, above all else, the main thing that I added was just having the productions thing be the niche now. So rather than it being like, oh, welcome to Blue Catch Productions, the variety channel, home to this show, this show, this show, this show, and this show. Now it's, hi, welcome to Blue Catch Productions. We're a gaming channel, and our three main types of videos are top tens, reactions, and uh, reviews. And they're all going to be under the productions playlist. And Granted, I still do have streams and questions on the couch because I like those shows. And granted, I'm still going to be finishing a lot of stuff like the Monthly Battle League Season 2 and the Mario Odyssey verses and stuff like that. But hopefully by the end of this year, hopefully, uh, all those old projects will be finished and I can solely focus on just doing niche stuff. And I mean, on top of all that, I'm trying to schedule stuff and schedule group projects and I've talked to you about it and everything like that, but... These, these small changes are going a long way to sort of cleaning up Blue Couch Productions as a whole. And it was tough. It was really hard to take 400 <laughs> videos of variety content and realize what I actually want to do with the channel three years into it. Yeah. Uh, I understand completely. I feel like it was well worth it, basically. Definitely. Um, so, I mean, and I basically talked about a lot of what I did with what I'm doing with Zack Snyder Productions on the last episode. Um, but I will say that I did go ahead and unlist a lot of different videos, things like trailer breakdowns, because I'm not doing them anymore, things like live streams, all the podcasts, because they're on their individual channels now. Um, just certain videos that I didn't think fit the brand anymore. Um, ex- you know, I'm, I, This year is really going to be about experimentation mm-hmm. on on Zack Snyder Productions, and that's the plan to go all in on experimentation. And it might not grow at all, right? And I'm okay with that. I just really want to, I kind of want to go all in on something and see what happens. And then, you know, since yesterday was the um, the one-year anniversary of ZSP, then next year, August 4th, I can reevaluate everything and I can be like, all right, what happened? Now I can experiment on something else and see how that how that does you know right i think that's a good way to look at things it may or may not be but i like doing (laughs) congrats on the one year anniversary thing by the way thanks i figured i'd throw it out there (laughs) throw you a bone there hell yeah appreciate it yeah i'm looking at your channel now and all the thumbnails are are different and, and clean yeah it's weird um it's definitely weird it was 
I think the weirdest part about it is it was like I had like over 200 videos and now I have like under 100. <laughs> but it was a lot of these videos were podcasts. And sure. so you, you didn't know, get rid of any main videos that weren't like podcast or like tiny stuff. Did you ever like get rid of a big video perhaps or No, I don't, I don't think, think so. you did. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, all the all the regular videos are there. There was a couple of, like meme videos that I unlisted. Okay. Um the the so the biggest problems that I had was like I had after credits which is basically just like here's a movie that I just watched in theaters. I'm just going to give my my like thoughts on it after I just watched it and since I can't do a recap of it cuz I don't have any footage, um, it's just going to be me in front of a camera. Um, since recap is going to be more of me sitting in front of a camera in the future, I just put recap at the end of the title and I don't think I'm going to be doing a lot of these new movies anyways. At least right now. So I didn't worry about changing the thumbnails for those. Okay. Um, there was a couple of thumbnails I couldn't change because I didn't have the original thumbnail anymore, and I gotta I'll have to like remake the thumbnail soon. Right. Um, Do a different ass, thing. Yeah, I left ass sacks the same way they were. Didn't feel like changing what? those. You should do a new one for a one and two. Yeah, the I, first I think two. I'm going to. Yeah. I I think you could get really fucking creative and do something really fucking weird for those two. I think I could. Especially yeah. the weebs episode. Oh weebs. gosh. I can I just picture need to it. Put my face on like a fucking body pillow or some shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's pretty much what it needs to be. Yeah. I could probably do something really quick with that. And then I don't know about I have to rewatch them. Yeah, fair but, enough. Uh, but I like the I like the new thumbnail layouts. I think they work. So, yeah, they're clean. They're clean. Thank you. I didn't really change a whole lot of thumbnails, nor did I delete a lot of videos, mainly because I just had, like, too many. Um, but what right. I did do was I did clean up a lot of the playlist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> basically, the productions playlist went from 50 videos to about 15-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of, quote-unquote, old productions videos were giveaways, uh, you know, dumb stuff like uh, a whole new world or whatever <laughs> and I'm like yo so I don't good. I don't need this in the productions playlist and rather than deleting those videos what I'll do is I'll just make like a shitpost playlist or you know a channel update playlist and now productions looks a lot cleaner and uh, if you still want to watch those older videos they're still there just under a new and unique playlist so I think it's more convenient for the viewer but it's also more convenient for me because everything's a lot more organized has a lot more purpose um, than it did before. And granted, I still got a long way to go. I think, I don't know if this, I've been debating with myself really if like I'm going to have to actually, if I really want to go all in on this, if I should start privating and enlisting stuff. But right with, with, with the two year history that my channel's gone through, it's a lot harder for me to like make decisions like that that quickly after talking about it. So, Again, still very much in the transitional phase right now. It's um, I'm it's doing very a lot of small steps. Like, <laughs> it's very much like a ceviche game situation, right? Uh, which I'll bring up later on when we start talking more about some of the in-depth stuff that we're going to talk about. But um, I also did the thing with the playlists because I had like 50 playlists because I was doing it for SEO purposes, 
because I heard like you know you have like if if you do like movie reviews well then why not have a playlist for like the Final Destination franchise and I think I'm still going to do that the problem is like when when somebody comes to your channel and I got to talk to somebody about this because I don't know what's right there's so many conflicted like this is right for your channel. This is right for your channel. You don't, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you just got to go with something. Um, Anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you just got to do something. Right. Um, but right now I have the four playlists for Aztec into the history recap and Zack Snyder originals. It looks nice. It looks clean. You know, somebody comes to this channel. They're like, oh, this guy has his shit together. They yeah. watch a video. They realize he doesn't have his shit together. You know? <laughs> It depends on which one you click on. It <laughs> does. Know. It really... You really never know like that what you're going to get. Yeah. One of the hardest um, things for me in particular was just titles. I figured yeah. I'd go ahead and change a couple of the titles. and I don't know what it was, but like it felt wrong <laughs> changing a title. Like I almost really? felt like a George Lucas type person being like, oh, I'm, this was my original intent to uh, change the title uh, and add Jar Jar to to Blue Catch Productions videos. But I don't know. Like, they look a lot better. Like, it was clearly yeah. the right decision. But for whatever reason, I, j- I just felt off about it. <laughs> and I'm not sure why, exactly. I changed channel... I changed titles on Subunion Games. Like, mm-hmm. the entirety of the channel. Every title. Like, four times in its entire career. Shoo. Like, four times. Because I was like you know, like, amateur hour with titles for, like, a while, and then two years into it, I was like, alright, I need to change this to, you know, let's play such and such part one, here's the title, and then I change it to, here's the title of the video, let's play such and such part whatever, mm-hmm. and then I take the word let's play out of everything, and yeah. Yeah, titles are, weird. Yeah. I didn't change everything, just mainly the new productions videos, all the monthly Battle League stuff, and the only reason I changed them was just because, like, oh, now I have titles for the new channel whenever I upload it, and I don't have to make a new one, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then I, sure. I also changed all the questions on the couch ones. I'm leaving the streams the same, partially because there's literally 99 of them, and that would take forever. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't even touch those, honestly. But yeah, also because I rebranded Twitch to Blue Catch Live, and since Blue Catch Live is at the beginning... Of the stream titles, I figured why not just leave it Blue Catch Streams for YouTube. That way you could tell the difference easier. There you go. Yeah. Do you notice, like, Twitch changed its layout recently? Like, it's all different now. How recently? Like, you go to, uh... You go to, like, a channel, and there's, like, a sidebar now and stuff. It's weird. Yeah. They did change it. I was streaming some Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo just for fun, like real late night, and I noticed that, and I was like, what happened here? <laughs> exactly. It was a bit weird. Interesting. Weird. Twitch is great, though. I got Kyle and people in there. It was nice. It's nice streaming again. <laughs> oh, so I'm doing a giveaway um, using that little Gleam.io thing you told me about. Yeah. Hell yeah. How's it going? That shit's lit, dude. It's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, I'm doing all my giveaways to there now, 100%. So, I I decided to try to... I'm, I'm trying to target it so that I can try to keep as many new subscribers as possible. 
and we'll see. I'll let you guys know how it works, because I'm sure I'll still like end up losing people. But I'm giving away the newest Walking Dead game um, on the day that it comes out. And I, I started the giveaway a couple days before I made a video about The Walking Dead. I put out a video yesterday about it. I uh, mentioned the giveaway there. And then I'm going to put out another video next Friday about The Walking Dead. That's going to be a little bit more in-depth. Should be a cool video. Um, so all the people that have already subscribed, they'll see something that they re recognize. Hopefully they'll like it and they'll stay around. We'll see what happens. Um, hopefully that'll get, get people to stay in. But it's, it's done pretty well. I think I've gotten like 20 subscribers from it. That ain't too bad. Um, yeah, it's it's been pretty good. Probably about 20 or 30 followers on Twitter. And like I'm over the 100 followers on Twitch now, which is pretty dope. Yay. So I need to follow. I need to start streaming on Twitch again because. <laughs> yeah. 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 In general. Yeah. I haven't had too much fallout from mine. I think I was at 395 when it ended and I'm at 390 now. So I mean, not an incredible loss considering I was at like 340 or something for like ever. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of Twitch I've keep, I, not Twitch, Twitter. I've kept a lot of my Twitter ones. Um, That's good too. And then Mixer I deleted, so I don't, <laughs> I guess there was no point in that. So whatever. <laughs> Mixer. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't lost a ton off of. Yeah, I still have 244 on Blue Catch Productions. Fallout has not been terrible. Obviously, people have left, but not in like big droves like I thought. It's very gradual. Right. I need so. to remember to change the description on my channel as well as the channel art because it still says new videos every day and it still says I'm doing Rick and Morty recaps. <laughs> so, uh, that's weird. <laughs> the channel art has been so, joked about on this podcast for multiple episodes now. No and despite that, every day. it's still there. It is not left. It's the thorn in your side. I think keeping it there. I think, I think it's funny. It, it's, it is pretty funny. I agree. It's a great, it's a great little reminder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm going through our DMs because I think this is going to be the best way to like go through this shit. Um, and I think I know exactly what I want to bring up. Okay. Um, okay, so I actually mentioned, I said, so YouTube rewards consistency. We've known this for a while, and I've realized that quantity without consistency does nobody good. Yeah. And it's like the biggest thing that I don't think I've thought of. Yeah, I don't and, even think we talked about it. No, before. never. It's like we've... Well, because when you think the word consistency, you think, okay, I have consistent quality content. Mm -hmm. Put out a quantity of quality content. So, okay, if I put out three videos this week and then I put out three videos or four videos next week, that's cool. Oh, and then if I can get out five videos this week, that that's even better. Um, but, but what it looks like is... And I'll give, like, some very specific... Um, some very specific things that I don't remember if I mentioned it last week or not. But uh, did I mention Scott the Waz and his subscriber? You did. Thing? Okay. But basically, puts out a quality video every week, the exact same time, and he gets consistent numbers. 
and they consistently go up every week. Pretty um, much. I mean, last Monday he got like over 2,000 subscribers, which is double what he got the week before. Um, Roberto Blake just tweeted that he he's trying to do a video every week. I mean, every day for the entirety of August. Um, Because there's like this video every day in August thing. And he says the videos that he's done for Monday through Friday of this past week has doubled his daily subscriber rate. Um, But basically, what it comes down to is like, if you can put out a video a day, or a video, if you can put out a video a day at the exact same time, every single day and keep that consistent then that's awesome but if you can't do that then don't try to do that and then miss days right that's what i've tried to do and apparently it's it's hurt me try for two videos a week try for three videos a week just try to get something that's consistent and eventually you should see progress yeah we were concerned in that last episode mainly about the rate in which you upload it and not necessarily the time in which you do so because right. we were all like yo quantity another chance at bat another chance for your video to get seen more watch time more seo more all of this stuff but really like you could do less content if you really want to as long as it's coming out when people expect it and that's kind of why, for the first time in forever, I've actually started like attempting to schedule stuff at a particular time. Because like once I have that time, it's going to be kind of my goal more than anything to be like, I'm probably not going to get out as many videos a week on Blue Couch Productions, but they're all going to be at the same time. And during that downtime, I'm going to market the shit out of what time they come out. Uh, yeah. Every day I'm going to be like, hey... Blue Couch Productions video, 11 a.m., Friday. Be there, be square. For, like, four days? And then when it comes out on Friday, just fucking go ham. Right. (laughs) Right? And, you know, granted, like, under a variety system, I could just post, like, two or three videos a week, and that's technically more content. But none of those videos are going to have quite as well a shot if I just, like, narrowed down and being, like, one video a week on Friday at the same time every week. And granted, I want to go to like two or three videos a week, like Same. optimally. But I know if I if this has any chance in hell to succeed, it's going to have to start at one day a week before I can do anything. You know, right? I've at I least mean, for my channel. Agreed. I think it's the same for me. I think I've I think I've failed enough at trying to do daily uploads that <laughs> it's time to like back up and see what I can do. And instead of trying to do three videos a week or four videos a week, how about I just start with one video a week and see how that goes? Like, I I think that I've kind of lost that, almost like lost that patience a little bit um, because I was trying to do too much. And I think just trying to kind of niche down a little bit and this whole rebranding thing, I think it's going to help me as far as focusing goes. Um because even though I've been trying to do daily uploads, because I've been failing at it, I'm actually getting less done than if I had just focused on doing one video a week. True. So. And we're doing my goal, this. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. 
My yeah. goal is to get like one video out a week for the rest of the year. That's my goal right now. That's pretty admirable. That that that's achievable too. I think so. And hopefully, like with all that extra time, we could put out even better stuff. Like that's the that's exactly. the idea. I don't know. I don't know if that's gonna pan out, but uh, you know, at the very least, we'll be getting stuff on time, which is great. And like, keep in mind that this now this also means that like. Obviously, we're both going to be putting out more than that per week. Um, there's the podcasts that yeah. we're both involved with. So that's still happening just on different platforms, on different channels. Um, there's the the Let's Play stuff. That's still happening just on its own individual channels. Uh, but because we're going to be able to distribute this work between not just ourselves, because we're not putting so much work on ourselves on the one channel, I think by... I think by doing all this, it's going to give us better work overall, for sure. Yeah. And when I started scheduling, it was very much a thing where, like, yes, I scheduled my stuff, but I wanted to be sure all the group channels had a shot to succeed also. And in order to do that, I had to sort of prioritize my time and be like, okay, another YouTube podcast, it has its own channel now. It's kind of important that we get these out on time. And obviously this one isn't, but... The rest of them should be. Right. What time do you want to record these, Zach, every week, right? Not only not only what time are they going to be uploaded every week, and what, when do you want to record them every week? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the best chance we have for that to succeed? Um, we've also talked about doing something similar with Movie Night. We're doing daily uploads on the Let's Play channel, but you'll notice even there, it's the same time every day, right? Mm. And, you know, eventually we'll get to the point where we can advertise that more and be like, look at all these videos that we've posted at this time every day. Maybe you should go check it out. Stuff like that. And shoot, I already think we're seeing some results on the Let's Play channel, to be honest. Oh, yeah. We've only done one week and we're already doing pretty well with it, I think. Yeah, every video has about at least 10 or so views, some more. We're about at like 32 subs, pretty much, and... Better than my my Let's Play channel. Right, right. For like, the, the last, like, six months that it was alive, you know? We're doing okay at the moment. Yeah. Granted, this is the easy stuff. The first week is generally always a pretty good week. In month four, right. will it be doing as good? Who knows? Um, but if we can stay consistent, hopefully that'll work. So this just isn't a thing with, like, me and Zach's channel. It's with, like, ten other channels and Twitch and Anchor <laughs> and all this other stuff, right? Right. Yeah. This this will also give me the opportunity, I think, to stream more. Um, I, I'm going to like... I, I've been trying to do like a video every day and stream three times a week. And it's obviously not been working. So I'm going to strive for one video a week, stream once a week. And we're going to see how that goes. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to... We're going to try to like focus on these things a little more kind of like intently... Be more intent with things rather than just whenever, try to whatever. Get that quantity out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's just mainly because, like Zach was talking about, consistency is far more important than quality or quantity ever ever was. <laughs> yeah. So. And and it's it's funny because I've seen this with channels that I'm like, I'm like, how does this channel have five thousand subscribers? How does this channel have ten thousand subscribers? And I'm putting out, and I feel like I'm putting out better content, right? Or I know people that are just definitely putting out better content than some of these other channels. 
And it's it definitely, it just comes down to this consistency, hands down. And so if that's what it takes, then I don't see why we can't do it. Mm-hmm. Even if we do have to start out small, and even if we do have to rethink a lot of what we're doing now, it'll be well worth it, hopefully. Right. And I think another thing for me lately has been, it's definitely been in the mindset. Um, I always, like I said, I've always wanted to do too much in everything I do. Um, but like, I've realized, like, I still have plenty of time to do a lot of the things that I want to do. And not only that, but a lot of the things that I want to do, I can do easier with more help and more funds and higher production value if I just kind of start off slow and start off smaller with like a certain few things that I can do really well now and grow from that, Mm -hmm. you know? So we'll see what happens. We'll see. But I wanted to go ahead and talk about the whole audience retention thing because this thing is interesting. This was the most fascinating part for me in our DM conversation. So... I mentioned a guy named John Prosser last week. He mentioned on Twitter, he's a, he's a tech YouTuber, he's a tech show. Um, he's been on YouTube for a few years now, and he's been growing pretty rapidly lately. But he mentioned a few weeks ago that he was going to stop live streaming on his YouTube channel. And when he mentioned this, a couple of other people were like, in his circle were like, why are you going to stop live streaming? I thought live streaming was good for YouTube channels. I thought we were supposed to. I thought watch time was good, you know. And so he stopped live streaming for the channel. And he started doing like a daily show. Or he just started doing his daily show every single day for an entire week. And so he posted this on July 30th. And he said, okay, being transparent here. After the first week of not live streaming on our channel, we've improved average views on each episode from 20,000 views to 30,000 views, gone from averaging 200 subs a day to 400 subs a day, increased increased ad revenue by $2,500, bumped audience retention to 92%. That's pretty good. Yeah. He says, I'm only sharing because I want you to be able to have the info since I'm running the experiment and might be able to help some of you. Mm. He then goes on to say, somebody somebody like uh, replied to him, he said, so apparently YouTube has been punishing channels for promoting their Twitch streams while also punishing channels who stream on YouTube. He said, to clarify, YouTube is not punishing you for live streaming. Your viewers are not watching most of your live streams and it's giving you terrible audience retention and average view durations. The algorithm punishes you for having shitty audience retention, not for streaming. Yes. And then I, I fucking sent this to Aiden immediately. I was like, yo, it's about audience retention. The whole live streaming thing and podcasts, it's, uh, since most of my viewers aren't turning into those on my channel, they're not watching, watching the majority of them. That's what's hurting channels. And then we started looking at analytics and stuff. And it made sense. <laughs> it made so much sense. 100% sense, both on my channel and yours. So, to clarify, audience retention, for people that doesn't know, um, because we haven't talked a whole lot about um, analytics on this show, really. Not really. We really haven't had had the chance to do that. Um, Audience retention is one of those analytics you kind of have to look for um, when you go into your YouTube analytics. And basically it says, here's a video on your channel that you've uploaded. Um, 
85% of your of the people that have clicked on this video have seen or have seen the entire thing, mm -hmm. right? Um, if you have a 50% or higher, that means that's a pretty good video. That means you're making pretty quality content or you've got a pretty good viewer base around it. It's, it's pretty, pretty around there. If it's lower than 50%, then that means you probably could do something with your content to make it better. Right. So this got us talking about audience retention rate and all this kind of stuff. I think what um, I found most fascinating about it in particular was just the relation to audience retention and the length of a video. One of the interesting yeah. things we found when looking through a lot of these was a lot of our longer videos, whether they were podcasts, streams, or, you know, any video essentially past 20 minutes seemed to be the barrier or the threshold, mm. just had way worse audience retention than a video that was under 20 minutes or so. And, like, yeah. of course, we, me and Zach, had rationalized for a long time doing videos over 20 minutes because it's like... Oh, watch time is so important. Oh, I need 4,000 hours of watch time. How do I do that? By making longer form content. We thought the days of the below 10 minute video were over because YouTube didn't prioritize like watch time at all back in those days. And, and now it does. And then what we came to find out, <laughs> weirdly enough, is that watch time is going to come regardless and you'll end up getting yeah. <laughs> more in the long run if your videos are viewed more. So, rather than posting 40-minute videos every day hoping to get more watch time, you'll actually get watch time faster by posting 10-minute videos a day and having everybody sit through those rather than trying to get somebody to watch all five of your 40-minute videos. Right? And that makes sense. Like, if you're watching TV, do you watch like four hours of TV in a row? Some people do. A lot of people don't. Not everybody watches a four-hour stream all the way through. Not everybody watches a midnight vlog that's 46 minutes long. <laughs> you know, not everybody has time yeah. for a 34-minute Mario Odyssey versus. So it's not the, the audience's fault. You know, we can't blame them for not wanting to sit through 35 minutes. I mean, I'm sure they have hectic lives. I'm sure they have things that they got to get to. We can only really blame ourselves in trying to go for a watch time. We've ended up kind of hurting our own audience retention. Both mine and Zach's on a good majority of our videos was just awful. <laughs> like we're talking like 8% maybe, <laughs> you know, yeah. real low. And the only ones that had a chance we ended up finding were those shorter, highly produced uh, videos. And the same was true for me. Some of my streams were pretty awful in the audience retention department and a lot of my shorter videos ended up doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah. And that just blew my mind when I was sitting at the haircut shop trying to get my hair done and Zach's just DMing me all this <laughs> shit. And I'm like, whoa, dude, it wasn't like, about length at all. <laughs> so after this guy posted this, um, he's, like I said, he's in the same circle with Roberto Blake and I'm in a Facebook group with him and he... Uh, Roberto did a little live stream inside the group 
talking about this because a lot of people in this group were kind of freaking out. They were like, wait a second. We thought live streams were going to help our channel. Are they actually hurting our channels? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he was he basically went into depth about this for like a 15 minutes or so. And he basically said, if you're a bigger channel or if you're a channel that people have come to for a specific type of content um, and then you start doing live streams and you don't have that many people in your subscriber base or in your regular viewer base watching your live streams, then you're actually hurting your channel because of that audience retention rate, right? Mm -hmm. They're not sitting throughout your entire live stream. Now, if you've built your channel through um, through live streams, through podcasts, then you're fine. Uh, there's a reason the H3 podcast exists as its own channel. Right. It's done really well as its own, you know, on its channel, and it's going to continue doing it. Now, and there, there's a reason why another YouTube podcast has its own channel now, because it's long-form content. It's here for people that want to watch this podcast. And theoretically, this this particular series should flourish on this, like, on its own channel. Right, where it's not having to compete with other videos, and it's not ruining recommendation tabs for your other content. It's just like... No, here it is by itself. You can just watch it here on its own little channel without the algorithm like leaning it one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. I, I just thought that was that was really crazy in in general and all that sort of stuff. And it tells me a couple of things. Um, number one, I still don't think it's a bad idea to live stream on YouTube. Um, I agree. I still think live streaming is one of the smartest moves you can make, especially. Especially, especially, especially early on. Yes. I think if you're early enough in your channel and you're trying to find an audience, any damage that a stream will do to your watch time and audience retention almost doesn't matter for the amount of subs and people that you're connecting with early on in your YouTube career. Like, for me, that's a valuable enough trade-off to where I can recommend it to most people and being like, yeah, go ahead and live stream anyway. You're going to build a community. You're going to build a, a viewer base. Uh, you're gonna, still going to get some okay watch time. Um, but what I would also say to people is, like, don't expect to grow off of it anymore. Unless it's right. just the only thing you're doing, right? <laughs> I would look at it. I would look at what you want your channel to be. What do you want to do? If you are focused on, if you want your channel to be based on highly produced videos, which is something that I personally want, mm -hmm. then live streaming is going to hurt you tremendously. Sure. Podcast is going to hurt you tremendously. Now, if you want to do those things, that's perfectly fine. Do those on other platforms. Do those on other channels. But if that is what you want to do, then in terms of growing that channel, it's going to be very hard unless... You do, um, unless you start live streaming very early on, I'd say year one, make it a weekly show, make it do like a weekly live stream mm -hmm. or a monthly live stream even, maybe even weekly. I'd say weekly, make it consistent, make it something that the YouTube algorithm is used to. Um, don't make them four hour live streams, make it something that's like an hour long and make it something related to what you're already doing on the channel. Sure. And I think this, too, is one of the few, 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 few areas 
where being a gaming channel actually is like a huge benefit to you. Oh yeah. Right. For sure. <laughs> we talk a lot about this podcast about just YouTube specific stuff. Very rarely do we go into the whole gaming end of it. I still think if you're a gamer doing streaming complements the content you're already making. Right. Yeah. For and sure. I think that's still a good way to get an audience and still keep the people who are watching most of your let's plays and most of your gaming videos to have another avenue to express that. Right. To have another thing on that YouTube channel to watch it at. For me, it never made sense why, you know, people like John Prosser and Roberto Blake and all these other, you know, channels did live streams. I mean, granted, like not all live streams are gaming related. I get that. Right. It did right. start out that way. Um, but it, it just it just makes a lot more sense now more than ever to if you are streaming you know, kind of lean it a bit more toward that gamer mindset or better yet, just do it on Twitch where you're not punished for it. And it's a platform (laughs) that encourages you and you can work your way up. And it's not like YouTube where you're having to fight through AdSense and everything else. If all you want to do is stream, if that's your only goal and your only prerogative, this move right here tells you to stay on Twitch. I think Mm -hmm. there's no reason why you should be going 100% in on YouTube live streaming. I don't even think there's a reason for you to be going 50% in on YouTube live streaming. Twitch is going to be your easiest, uh, your most stable, and your most reliable path to success if all you want to do is stream. If you don't, and you want to do like some other video stuff on the side, maybe you want to like grow an audience and you want to do a little bit of variety stuff, perfect, amazing. Go ahead and do it. You're working on more highly produced stuff, then again, it could come back to hurt you. It, it, it totally depends on the type of channel you are, whether you're a gamer or not, how early you start it, how much of it you do, all of these sort of factors. But I think for a lot of people, um, not doing it is just going to be a lot easier of an out <laughs> to go down and make the most sense for people, honestly. I won't stop doing them because... I have a pretty good audience that shows up on them, and I have a lot of people who love them, and I think it makes sense in my gaming niche Blue Catch Productions world, but I can totally see others just moving to Twitch or not focusing on streaming at all on YouTube or minimizing it down or stuff like that. And I'm definitely not going to be oversaturating them anymore like I've been doing. That's been the main change for me personally, is to kind of keep them at a, at a, at a, at bay a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's, it's been, yeah. I mean, unless you're an all gaming channel, it doing like I was doing just live streams and podcasts almost this entire cha- this entire summer. And I thought it was good for me because I wasn't putting out other videos at the time. And it kind of sucks because mm. it, it turns out that, yeah, I was like hurting the channel. Yeah. But you live, you learn, you know, whatever. And it's still good. It's still a skill set to develop. Uh, I still think it's important to know how to stream anyway. Oh, and yeah, no, absolutely. With things like Facebook Live, Instagram Live, Twitch, and all that sort of stuff, you definitely want to know how to stream all the way. It's just now with this whole audience retention thing, you really have to consider whether your channel and live streaming will, will work out. And hey... If you aren't concerned with growth and you aren't concerned with money and you like live streaming, this doesn't change a thing for you. And you can keep doing your own thing. <laughs> Whatever. Mm-hmm. And if your live streams do well for you, then you're good. Keep doing you. All right. Maybe yeah. you have amazing audience retention on your live streams. I don't know how you do it, but if you do, you're fine. 
me and Zach don't <laughs> at all. So it's a, it's a bit tougher for us to kind of debate whether or not to keep him around. I'm going to keep him around, but just not do as many, basically. I'm not going to try doing one like every two days or so. <laughs> What's nice about this for me is I was debating to stop using Restream anyways and go to Twitch. And this just kind of reinforces that. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me too much. Sure. Um, it also helps me not want to mess with Facebook or Mixer anymore because I just I just don't know. I don't care enough. <laughs> I deleted my Mixer and I did not feel bad about it whatsoever. Uh, if I, I think <laughs> I I've said it before. It. I'll say it again. If I wanted to just be a streamer, I would go 100% on Facebook or Mixer. And I would stream every single day on one of those platforms for like eight hours a day. And I would just do that. But because I like making videos more so, um, I'm not going to do that. Fair enough. But No, it must be dope to like just be a streamer. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I, I do. I do love streaming. I love sure. playing video games. I love interacting with people. Um, I just have, I just can't do as much of the creative aspect that I can find through video making. I think this is only just going to help Twitch long term, <laughs> despite the fact that it's already been growing and doing well. I think this is only going to push more and more people toward that direction. Um, Agreed. And granted, maybe if you're streaming on Twitch, you might start to see a little bit of oversaturation heading that way. And granted, it's not YouTube's fault either, right? It's just simply the fact that like, the audience retention generally isn't great on streams, and because of that, YouTube's algorithm doesn't like it and can be a little bit uh, bitchy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is a nice way of saying it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But I'll definitely be doing more Twitch stuff in general, too. Yeah, just because, like, hey, I still want to grow that audience, and I still think it's worthwhile and all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. But I think what's nice about Twitch is that you get more of a community. Um, it's the community interactions that we've talked about before. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, plus, it's, I mean, as far as diversifying your revenue, it's very fucking smart. I agree. Um, so it's cool. Um, let me see. I'm going through our DMs. I know for a while we just talked about analytics on our videos for a good bit. <laughs> we did. Um... I took a lot of fucking notes. You did. Um, For the main channel and CBG Games. I did. Uh, if you want to know about gaming shit, I kind of already knew this, but I'll tell you, I'll tell the audience this in case you're wondering, because I know we have like some epic gamers that listen to this. Agreed. A lot of epic gamers um, out there. If you want to make it as a Let's Play channel, uh, Consistency number one. Then find like fucking shovelware games. Games that are based based off of like movies. And then like uh, edutainment games. <laughs> and just like games that not many people have let's played before. That's what it comes down to. That's what you found. That's what I found. Because those are the videos that still get the most views. Those are the videos that have the most retention rate. They have the most watch time. Um, yeah. Just, just is. Um, 
It also helped me like see with Sabijin Games, like it was dying for a very long time. <laughs> so this was the autopsy. <laughs> yeah, this was the autopsy. Oh, well, it's, it's just because like let's plays are cool to make, they're fun to make, but unless you have that consistent schedule, um, like we've talked about, and you, you're just not gonna get. You're just not going to get anywhere with it in like today's today's age, you know. Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm glad we got the Lions Honor Gaming thing done when we did. Agreed. Wholeheartedly, Agreed. I think that's going to be I... one of the smartest moves we've made uh, ever, just to keep us sane. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I don't even know, like, I don't even know where that channel is going to go if it goes anywhere. Sure. I think if that channel gets any like clout in the future. It's going to be based off of ours, like our channel, our our own individual stuff. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a very much a um, like you know how like the Super Bear Bros they get like decent views because of the completionist, right? And like there's there's tons of big guys that have Let's Play channels, but their Let's Play channels do well just because of the people associated. Exactly. All right. It's a side project for sure. We never did yeah. go in with the intention of making it the main anything <laughs> yeah. other than like, oh, hey, we all want to do Let's Plays and move them over there. And that's what we did. And I'm great about that. And we kind of did the same thing with podcasts. In the last episode, we really weren't sure a whole lot about what to do with uh, all the podcast stuff. But we've since sort of figured it out. And now like all of them have their own channel now. Um which is interesting. <laughs> I'm even more unsure about where, what will happen to all the podcast channels in the future. Uh, yeah. But granted, we're not hoping any of them, like, takes off necessarily. Right? We're not... Right. We don't have a lot of uh, chips invested into them uh, other than, like, we like doing them. And now we have a place where they can just succeed on their own. Which is great. Honestly, I think if we're consistent with any of the podcasts, they're going to be better off off youtube anyways oh i think they're better off now but yeah (laughs) well i mean like i think that any of the podcasts that we do i think they're going to do better analytics wise on any of the other platforms except for youtube like we're going to keep them on youtube and that's cool but like it'll probably do better on itunes or it'll probably do better on google podcasts or whatever Mm -hmm. i think a lot of what we ended up finding and we sort of didn't mention it in the DMs or even in the last podcast. Uh, but I've noticed we both sort of kind of subconsciously came to the conclusion that, like, we need to play toward each platform's strengths a lot of the mm-hmm. time. And, you know, we, t- we talked about it before in a podcast episode, but now you kind of see us practicing a little bit of what we preach with Zach focusing streams only on Twitch, with him focusing on highly produced stuff only on YouTube, you know, keeping the Let's Play stuff in its own area where it needs to be on YouTube, but also going to other platforms to where you can get highlights and clips and stuff like that to, you know, eventually grow it even more. We were so, so, so focused on trying to make YouTube the everything, the the home for mm-hmm. all pieces of content, whether they were streams, vlogs, Let's Plays, all this sort of shit. And yes, while you can do that, it's very much a master of none, jack of all trades scenario, right? Like, yes, yeah. you can technically do streams and let's plays and vlogs and and battle stuff and highly produced stuff all on YouTube if you want to, but it makes more sense to t- 
take that content and put it on platforms where it has the best chance to succeed, right? Or it has mm-hmm. the best chance to get the audience that it deserves. And for podcasts, that's Anchor. For streams, that's Twitch. And for video, it's been YouTube, right? <laughs> Pretty much. But like organizing things, making things consistent, being sure that there's options for viewers, stuff like that goes a really long way into sort of achieving that goal, I think. Yeah, I, I think there's like a little piece of me that's always been like a little bit of a hypocrite because it's like I, I'm always talking about like, you know, we don't want to be a YouTuber. We want to be a content creator and we don't want to put all our eggs in one basket. We, we, don't, we don't trust the YouTube basket enough to put it all there. But it's like we've grown up with YouTube and there's a reason why we made a YouTube channel so many years ago and, you know. Like, we we have, like, YouTube in this little special place in our heart. And so, it's like we constantly continue to, you know, try to do everything on the platform. Like you said, subconsciously. Um, but I think we're finally, at least I think, at least for me, I think I'm finally, like, getting out of that mindset and trying to play into those strengths a little bit better. I think you're also doing that as well. Sure. Um, while also being not naive as to try to do every single platform, I think you said it best earlier with like getting rid of things like Mixer and BitChute because yeah, they're not going to help you if you're not using them. I, I, it's very much the distribution dilemma of like we above all else as content creators are good at making one thing content, right? That's what we love mm-hmm. doing. That's the fun part. When it comes to distribution and where to put that content, a lot of creators end up struggling on that front. And some people go with the put it on everything approach and others put all their eggs into one basket and others try weird and wacky and new platforms. Like we wrestle with the question of distribution so much uh, back and forth, uh, all this sort of stuff. And it can come down to features, sets, how much time we have, what platforms are the easiest to use, which ones make us money. Stuff like that. And it's a tough question to answer. And I don't even think I've figured it out myself fully. But I'd like to think that throughout this process, both me and Zach are becoming a little bit more um, less reliant on YouTube and a bit more self-sufficient and independent by Mm -hmm. just having multiple options out there. And granted, like I felt a little bad getting rid of BitChute because with Vidme being gone and BitChute being gone... All my videos are now on YouTube yet again, right? But I don't feel, I didn't feel as bad because like I knew some of those videos and some of that piece of content would finally be able to, you know, survive where it needs to go, right? Exactly. By focusing on the main stuff on YouTube, that's its best spot. Who knows? I I don't, I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot, it's a lot. (laughs) I'm back and forth. It's tough. I think video video platforms are in a very volatile state right now. Yeah. <laughs> Much like cryptocurrency. Wow. They're very it's it's very uh very weird right now because Facebook's doing their thing with video po- videos and Instagram's doing their thing right now. And we still got YouTube who's been in there for like the longest and stuck out the longest and like it literally could go anyway in the next five, ten years. And I don't know, like, I don't know what's going to happen, but 
I just know that I'm going to continue to make content. Yep. And that's what it comes down to. So, I don't know. Agreed. Um, cool. I think we got through a lot of that a lot quicker than I thought we did. Thought we were. Sure. Which is really cool. Was that it as far as everything that we mentioned? I think so. I did want to bring up, you mentioned in the DMs, said, yo, Zach, salt and vinegar chips are the biggest contradiction <laughs> in the world. They're, <laughs> they're like the only chip you can't pig out on because of the vinegar. But like on the other hand, you can enjoy each chip more on its own. It's right. so weird. Yeah. That was and a late said, night at my granddad's house <laughs> eating salt and vinegar chips and like I'm just gonna fucking hit Zach with the shit. At least expected. Shit. Thinking emoji. You so right. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of dumb DMs, okay? Not everything is analytical and smart over here. Hmm. On another YouTube channel. I, I expect like I get dumb shit like that from Jay. Yeah. All the time. So I was like, alright, cool. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. But uh it's been an interesting couple of weeks. It has been damn sure. It has been. I'm phew, still still in the rabbit hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I feel that. Um yeah, because it's like we're gonna experiment, we're gonna see how this works out for us, and we're not gonna know how it turns out for a while. Sure. I'm still scheduling things. I'm still figuring out what to do with older series. Still not sure about a couple of things, but we'll make it. I might change a few titles around too. Who knows? Yeah. Shit's weird. I've put like series on hold for like indefinitely. We'll see when, when I'll go back to them, which kind of sucks because like I like doing them, but I know they're going to do better on their own channels probably. Or I might keep them on here. I don't know. We'll see. Um, it's just it's it's uh it's rough. Sure. I feel like eventually that will come out on that other side. It, it'll, it'll just be a yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But as far as talking about it on the podcast, we finished everybody. We've made hey. it through. We made it through. I, I feel accomplished. Yeah. And now we can get to all your sexy comments that we ended up missing. Hell yeah. That's the, pretty that's pretty scattered. The good and the bad. <laughs> good and the bad. So let's go ahead and do episode twenty. I'll let you read those. I'll okay. read episode twenty one. That'd be fair. Alright, we're gonna start first off with my man Calfro, who leaves a comment saying Bacon is the easiest thing to make. Brooklyn bagels are one of the best things ever made. What is this <laughs> what is this the piss off Calfro episode? Who the hell is old Mr. Hoshi? <laughs> I love that cat uh, thing that I said there. That's still one of my. That might be one of my favorite another YouTube podcast bits of all time. That was that was pretty great. That uh, was one of my favorite things too. Reincarnated as a cat <laughs> and so having old Mr. Hoshi. <laughs> haven't listened to this episode yet. This is episode twenty. It was the the two year anniversary of Aiden's channel. We did an interview of him. Uh, and he, he, I asked him if he could be reincarnated as something, what would he be reincarnated as? And he said a cat, but it came along with a nice little monologue that I think is worth listening to, so you guys should definitely check it out. Yeah, the whole thing's great. It's wonderful. Go watch that episode. It's a good one. 
Uh, and then we have a comment from Patient, a lot more of a shorter one, weirdly enough. Uh, don't yeah. know, don't know what happened there. Uh, she, I don't know. She writes, Aiden can't count. Wow. And if you ever need assistance with blue porn productions, hit me up. Well, I figured, you know, with all this ditch talk that we're talking about, you know, I might as well just make a, a separate porn channel <laughs> just in case that, that ends up being yeah. the route to success. Anyway, she continues. If you told me two years ago that I'd find multiple communities and channels and people just by clicking on a random foreign thread about some guy streaming, I wouldn't believe you. I've seen myself grow with Aiden and his channel, and I think it's insane how, just by checking one random stream, I've connected to tons of different communities. Seeing one person grow so much in such a small time has been a great experience, and knowing that I've played a part in different aspects in that growth is even better. I intend on being along for the ride the entire time, and I can't wait to see where it goes. That is so freaking sweet. I love it. Thanks. Appreciate it. That's that's good to hear, especially. Um, especially yeah. with all these changes I've been making of being like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. This is so scary. Yo, I feel that. And, but, so sad, Alexa. Please but, play Despacito. But just having someone like patient to be like, yo, I've been there through the ups and the downs and I can't wait to see where you go. Being like, oh, okay. I shouldn't have to worry about it so much. I'm going to have people like Patient who will always watch whatever the fuck I make. So exactly. it's, it's easy. Don't worry about it. Uh, but no, I, I really do appreciate it. Anyway, she continues. Question of the day. I haven't really spent my creative anniversary in any specific way. I didn't do anything last year. But this year, I intend to look back on what I first did, laugh at how bad it is, and enjoy my own improvement. And also review any future plans for photo shoots I want to do during the next year. I'm a photographer for anyone that wasn't aware. General reflection would be how I deal with it. That's a good way of going about it, I feel. Yeah. Really nice. What did you do, by the way, since yesterday what was your I anniversary? Do? Yeah, what did Let you do? Let me tell you about my anniversary. Oh, How'd boy. you spend it? Yeah. Let me tell you about my anniversary. Oh. I'll tell you about the day leading up to it, too, because it was just as good. Yeah. So, I have two bookshelves in my room. I have a big one that I put to, that I built with my dad. Um, a couple years ago and then I have this like dinky little $30 one from Walmart and I got like my new lights the other day and I like set them up and I was like alright I'm gonna I'm gonna set up different lighting situations for different types of videos because Aiden had like mentioned to me he said you know what you could do you could have different like layouts for different series on your channel so that it would like distinguish them a little bit differently so yeah have different you know, sets essentially yeah, exactly. So I, I figured, you know, I'd have the C920 webcam at my desk in front of my big bookshelf for like one series. And then I decided I have this other bookshelf with like all my movies and stuff on it. I'm going to move that, set that up and and have my lights over there as well. So I can like do a different set for like recap because that's where my movies are. That would be really dope, right? Yeah. So this is the night before the anniversary, and I'm like, I move the bookshelf, and the motherfucker breaks. <laughs> right in the middle, like, CDs, DVDs, Blu-rays. Everything. Video games, everything just falls. Everywhere. Jesus. We're talking about, like, over 250 CDs, like, a bunch of movies and everything just falls. Everywhere. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. <laughs> Thanks. I'm like, this is so sad. Alexa, can you please play? Oh, wait. My internet's unplugged. I can't even get Alexa to play Despacito for me. It's over. Because I unplugged the internet because I needed to move my bookshelf. So that was cool. So uh, right now, all of my media 
is like stacked up in the corner of my room. So that's dope. So then yesterday, the anniversary, I have a video for a client due at 9 p.m. Yeah. I, oh, okay. So I, I decide, you know what? I put all this media in the room, in the corner. I'm like, I get this other setup set up. I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and record this new video because I've been wanting to do this. The Walking Dead video. Like, I'm, I want to go ahead and put this out. So I record it that day. I we do movie night that Friday night. I'm editing it. Yeah. Um, during movie because we were watching garbage movie. Yeah, we were pretty bad. Um, we get done with movie night. I finish editing it. I start rendering it, and then I go to bed. I wake up the next morning with the which is the anniversary day with like a really bad migraine. Nice. So I'm like, okay, this is great. This is a great day. Whew. So I go back to sleep for like a few more hours. I wake up. I've still got a pretty bad headache, but I'm like, I got to get up. I got to get this video done for this client. So I get to my computer. I'm like, all right, let me go and upload this video. I check my upload folder, and the video is not there. The video that I rendered. Oh, no. It's just not there. No. So I'm like, what? So I'm like, okay, that's really weird. So I open up Adobe Premiere. And I'm like, I'm just going to re-render the video. Whatever. And I pull up the fo- I pull up the file, and it's like 90% of your files are gone. Whoa. I'm like, I'm like what? <laughs> I'm sorry. My entire folder for this video and my hard drive was just gone. Off my hard drive. Still haven't found it. It's just gone. I... Oh, fuck. Yeah, so the the um, the mic audio file was completely deleted. I could still could not find that at all, and I had to do. I basically had to re. I had to dub my old videos with new audio. Oh no! So part of the video doesn't look too great, but it was that or reshoot the thing. And I was like, "Fuck it! I'm just gonna put this video out and just keep going on with my life." So I, like, I dubbed the video. Luckily, I still had the video files downloaded on my computer in a different folder. But then I had to refine other files and I had to re-Photoshop some things. And so that was cool. But um, I didn't get a chance to do that till last night because when I saw this, I was like, oh, fuck. I still got to go edit this other video anyways. And so I had to go through a two-hour Fortnite stream and edit that. And... Do you have any more respect for Fortnite now? Or no, I not really. <laughs> it's okay. It's an alright game. It's fine. It's, it's okay. I like playing Fortnite. Fine. Believe it's it or not, it's objectively fine. Believe it or not, still like playing Fortnite. Yeah. So uh, basically, it's, it's okay, yeah. the 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 lesson you learned uh, on your anniversary is just to quit YouTube. Basically, is what I got. Yeah, I think I quit life. Quit YouTube. <laughs> quit existence. <laughs> Easy. I think I told Jay last night. I was like, oh, so I told Jay, I was like, so I have to re-record audio for this video. And then he watched it and he was like, or he watched part of it. He said, so did you uh, re-record all the audio for that video? I was like, yeah, for the most part. He said, it's really wigging me out. I was like, yeah, I was afraid of that. And then I just said it in all caps, like, I'm quitting YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's perfect. Yeah. So great. Great little, uh, little anniversary, yeah. Sounds pretty epic, dude. But thank yeah. you, Patient, for your comment there. And thank you, Calfro, thank you. for your comment. Appreciate him. 
Sorry we didn't get to them last week, but we got them here. Hope you're uh, happy about that. Oh, I wanted to add real quick, too. Um, this is very, very recent. So you know how Patient mentions in this comment that uh, she found me off a uh, forum post? Yes. So back in the day, early, early Blue Couch Productions, I was marketing a lot of my videos on the old Sploder forum, basically. Yes. Um, because I still had a bit of a following there, and I figured, hey, I can transition a couple of these people in there. So every time I streamed, I left a little link, and a lot of my uh, first subscribers on Blue Couch Productions, people like Hi, uh, Patient, were old Sploder members, basically. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, and then turns out, like, literally last night, literally last night, somebody hacked one of the moderator accounts on the forum started randomly banning people and making everything, like, fucked up. <laughs> and then, when the site creator found out about it, realized he couldn't fix it and decided to delete the entire thing. Sploder is just gone. The forum is gone. <laughs> the entire forum is gone. All they have left now is a Discord. Wow. And the main site's gonna be gone in a couple of months once Flash you know, deteriorates pretty much. So the main site will be leaving uh, shortly after. But they thought yeah. they thought they would at least have the forum for a year or so, and then they could migrate everybody to the Discord, but this just sort of accelerated things. That forum is gone, my guy. <laughs> it, it went to shit because of one dude, pretty much. And um, It'd really be like that sometimes. And so reading this comment now is even crazier in hindsight, knowing that like that was just the right time to to go, basically. Knowing that yeah. if I stayed on those forums for another two years, I would have never, you know, done this YouTube channel. I would never be where I'm at now. I would have never met you or whatever. If I had stayed on that forum and continued to be making games, I'd have nothing to show for it, basically, other than a couple of episodes of the Splutter Show. And none yeah. of the people in the Discord or anything. Um, so that's that's crazy to think about, <laughs> but I figured I'd go ahead and mention that since she brought it up. It's crazy how things work out, man. Yeah, yeah. Forums are interesting because I mean we both got our starts on forums. Yeah, basically, and uh, they leave, they go, they go bye bye, and you never see them again. Pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I'm in the Discord, yeah, but that's yeah. that's about all I got. <laughs> Yeah. At this point. Anyway, so, um, with that downer, cool. how about you move on to episode 21? <laughs> yeah. So, episode 21 comments. Um, oh, I did want to go ahead and bring up that Calfro and I did a epic collab. Ooh. Um, it is it is something special. It's called How to Date. It is it, it's it's pretty great. <laughs> pretty Lamalhinas. It, it, it's pretty great. Um, so, anyways, we got a comment from the Gengar guy, who I know is one of your followers. Uh, fellow coach says, of the NBL. Who says, okay, this is epic. <laughs> <laughs> I was just posting that. <laughs> there were people asking like me, like, Aiden, when are you going to do your battle? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, but uh, this is pretty epic, I got to say. And I just kept repeating, okay, this is epic. <laughs> and then he did, and then a couple of other people did. And, uh, it's pretty to get it. So. I agree. Glad you left the So, comment. we also get, we got another comment from a patient that says, wait, is this the whole thing? Yeah. It's pretty short. Okay. 
Small note, I think a lot of people on this side are very quick to blame the algorithm. Agreed. Yes. <laughs> Before screaming about how the algorithm fucked them over, people need to take a look at the comment, content they uploaded. I guarantee a lot of channels have stagnated and got comfortable, had a drop in views slash subs slash retention, and then instantly blame the algorithm without looking at their own stuff first. Now, this obviously doesn't rule out the algorithm actually fucking channels over, and the way YouTube works, its algorithm is completely retarded. Fair. Yeah, I agree, 100%. There's nothing in there I disagree with. That's (laughs) Which is why I was very, very, very uh, cautious in that last episode, and why I even brought up a similar sentiment to that of being like, okay, we're kind of going down a dangerous road here if we're just going to blame the algorithm for everything and not our own content. We're just going to end up with shorter, worse videos, and nobody's going to end up winning, (laughs) basically. So it's a slippery slope, but we got to watch out for it. Let me pin this comment because that's so fucking good. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I mean, too many people. Yeah. I, you just look at your content. I think that's what I'm doing, and I think, I, I think I've definitely made. Oh, hold on. I also didn't read the. It's completely retarded, but people need to look inward before instantly blaming something else. Yeah. Okay. You got it. Um. I over the last year when I made Zack Snyder Productions, I think I grew my content tremendously um, over the previous like five to six years that I had made content before. Um, I started doing things on, like I started doing things that weren't Let's Plays, basically. That's what it came down to. And so I had a lot of growth, a lot of new things to learn, um, a lot of failures. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and it's been really cool to kind of go through the past year and see how that's how that's worked out. Uh, but with that said, I definitely kind of in the last couple months got a little content with what I was making. Um, so I think by you know by having this discussion that we've had in the last couple weeks and by rebranding, and by realizing, you know, longer videos don't really help your channel by trying to focus more on audience retention, which, by the way, if you focus on trying to get your audience to stay there the entire time, that means you're going to focus on making better content because how are audiences going to stay there longer? They're going to stay there longer if your video is good. <laughs> the clickbait <Yeah>. game. <laughs> just gotta, just gotta make them clickbait, man. Um, but yeah, I think I think this is the right time to, to focus on this, at least for my channel. Um, and I'm I'm excited about it because it's finally something that I can focus on that isn't the algorithm's fault. <laughs> right. 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 It's uh it's 100% something that I can I can control in my content. And I do agree with you um, in the fact that like this algorithm push really kind of kicked both of us into high gear of being like, okay, if we're going to start doing niche stuff, that our content has to get a lot better if that's going to be the only thing mm. we're putting out, right? Yeah. <laughs> if that's the only thing we're focusing on, then that shit better be really good. Um, and that's the same for the lines on our gaming channel. Now that we're only doing Let's Plays, those Let's Plays kind of have to be like better than what we were doing before. Same thing with the right. podcast channels and the fact that we're going to have to start doing them weekly now. And they're going to have to be like good enough for people to watch and shit. And I guarantee you, both Blue Catch Productions and Zack Snyder Productions, there might be less videos next year. But they're probably going to have to be a lot better if, they, if we even want to have a shot 
at, at growing even more. <laughs> you know? Agreed. Agreed. The algorithm's only going to help so much, right? Even if we consistently mm. upload on time, and even if we are niche, and even if we aren't live streaming and following all those practices, you still have to have amazing content. Well, because now we're not going to be heavily focusing on quantity. Right. Which means that we're not going to like we're not going to be able to fall back on that. Right, right. We're going to have to make sure that our co- content is good. We're going to have to make sure every single video we put out is is quality. Right, and better than the last even. Yeah. So Exactly. I think that's a good case for like the, the algorithm changes aligned with both me and Zach creatively to the point where we're now using this to sort of expand ourselves, right? To expand our Mm. content, to get better at it, which we might not have done if the algorithm didn't change to this effect. We might have just stayed safe for another year or so, you know? We might have just continued to do variety content and streams and Let's Plays and all that sort of stuff, but it's changes like this that really focus me and Zach to sort of re-examine ourselves and our content and realize... Where am I going to be in the next couple of years, right? And what do I need to do to get to where I want to be, right? How am I going to reach the goals I want to reach? Is it through these types of videos or do I need to get better? And typically the answer is always you need to get better. You need to continue to grow. Um, exactly. And that, here's the thing just above all else is like content is more important than anything. It's more important than your title, more important than your thumbnail, more important than your SEO, than your equipment, than your personality, than anything, than anything at all. Good content is king above all else. Um, Mm -hmm. So regardless of what changes or what platform or what crazy new internet thing comes along, good content is probably going to work on that new platform like it does everywhere else. It's like the one... It's like the one rule, (laughs) you know, the one rule that will never change Good content always succeeds. (laughs) Here's the reason why it works. Because if you watch a really good video, and we're talking about like a masterpiece, and you love it, and it taps into something emotionally, you're going to share that with your friends. You're going to share that with your family. And then they're going to share that with their friends and their family. And so it doesn't matter what kind of thumbnail or title or SEO or anything else it has. It's going to get the views. If mm-hmm. it's good, it's going to get the watch time and the audience retention and everything else we've been talking about. 100%. So, you know, we talk about, like, we, we try to talk about the best practices and the tips and tricks, quote-unquote, on this podcast, but it does come down to that content. And I think both of us are really trying to step that up in the next year. And uh, we'll see what happens. Yep. I'm excited. I am too. I'm nervous. Really excited. Nervous but excited. <laughs> yeah. Anxious. For sure. For sure. Um yeah, let's uh let's let's call it here. Okay. It's been fun. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Go check out Lions Honor Gaming going into week two. Week two, baby. Go check out all the their podcast channels. Yeah, um uh, I'm gonna start putting I'll probably start putting all the different. No, I probably won't. I'll put them all in the. I'll put all the different links in this episode. Okay. So that you guys will know where to go. All right, just to let people um, know because we haven't cause really we know, brought them talked up. about them. Right. Um, but just I, I got. I'll give a little brief rundown. Um, Lions Honor Gaming. It is Let's Plays. It is Eden. It is I. It is Jay the Zoomster. Mainly us three boys. Uh, group Let's Plays mainly, but uh, we both have. 
solo LPs on there as well. Mm-hmm. And we have guests on there once in a while. So it's pretty pretty lit. Pretty litty titty. And then we have Movie Night, which is also Aiden and I, but also Jay the Zoomster. Um, that is going under construction at the moment. But uh, I think the plan is we're going to try to record a lot of those in the next month and then start going weekly on those. All right. As well. So that'll be, that'll be lit. The Lions on our Nerdcast is going to its own channel as well, but those are going to be every once in a while. There's not really... That, that's anarchy. <laughs> Pretty much. anarchy in its recording sessions. That's been anarchy in its, um, in its scheduling. I think it's going to be anarchy in its uploading, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So, that's cool. And then Zack Snyder Productions and Blue Couch Productions are having its own... Um, rebranded content i'll get a schedule at you eventually but not today yeah i'm not there yet (laughs) i'm doing videos every friday okay uh that's the plan there's gonna be like one into history a month one aztec a month and then the other two will be like a recap and a Zack snyder original something like that yep it'll be cool um then if you want more of this podcast it's every sunday so yeah Every Sunday. Every Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know this video or this episode is coming out on a Monday. I know last episode came out on like a Wednesday. Next episode will be out on Sunday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube and all of its other platforms. Which, by the way, I'd recommend just checking out all of them in general, too. Um, Yeah, see what you might like. Yeah. You're, you're, you're pretty good about having them all up on there, especially with Anchor doing its awesome shit. So any particular yeah. podcast platform you like, good chance it's on there. Um, I particularly love Spotify. Spotify is the best. Um, but also Anchor is great. And if you have an iPhone, Apple, or if you have an Android, Google Podcasts are, are pretty great. And then there's like three or four other platforms that, hey, you might like it if you check it out. I'd say give it a shot. Angry. Never know what you might like until you try it. Yep. Um, and one last thing, just because we're doing all like this rebranding stuff on YouTube, our social media is going to be fairly the same. I don't plan on making 20 different Twitter accounts. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. I do not. <laughs> There's a Lions yeah. Honor Gaming one, but the podcast channels are not going to have their own no. separate... Thing. Maybe in the future when I can hire somebody to do it for me. Do it for me, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, cool. Well, follow me I've on Mixer. <laughs> Check me out on Mixer. Follow me on Bitch Shoot. Bitch Shoot. Uh, I've been Aiden, and we want to thank you for listening to this episode of ASMR Podcast. Bye. Bye. All right, tell me when to stop recording. Lit now. <laughs>